Hello and welcome to episode number 30 of In My Mug on Monday the 8th of June 2009. My name's Steve Layton and thank you very much for joining me again. Um, so, all the clear up stuff before we go on. Uh, thank you for everybody who's bought the subscription packs. <laughs> Loads of you have and it's cool. And I hope that you're all sitting down with the coffee watching this video. Um, it, I'm really pleased with it and thank you. Uh, thank you to everybody who subscribed to Tampa Tantrum as well, that put us at number two in the iTunes chart and in my mug at number six in the food video podcasts. How cool is that? Two in the top ten, so thank you ever so much for that. So, going to talk about the cup, uh, as we do on here. Uh, this is uh, a cup that was given to me when I went on the trip to Atlanta that I keep going on about every time I talk on one of these. Um, and it was given to me by a great friend called Keith, who um, I've met via online. He's an American barista, uh, works in, I think it's uh, Pittsburgh, but I could be wrong. Sorry if I am. But Keith very kindly gave me a set of cups to bring on here, and I've been saying each week I'm going to, but I wanted to do it when I was going to do a cappuccino. And it seems like the perfect time to do it today. So thank you ever so much, Keith. And uh, I really do appreciate it. And anybody else who wants to send in mugs, please do. Um, my collection is slowly growing. I have got a few uh, lined up for the next few weeks. But thank you for this one. And uh, th thank you to everybody who has given one so far. So coffee we're going to talk about today is called Australian Skybury. Um, Australia, growing coffee. Yeah, it is a little bit weird, and really they shouldn't. Um, they're so far out of the regions of the grow coffee, it's a little bit bizarre. They haven't really got the great elevations as well. Um, this coffee's grown at 500 metres, which is around about 1,600 feet, um, which is not high very much at all. Um, it's grown in the Atherton Table, which is an area of North Queensland, um, and it's owned by the McLaughlin family. Grown coffee since around about the 1990s and produces around about 150 tonnes a year, which in the grand scheme of things isn't so much, but it does account for 60% of the coffee grown in Australia, which, you know, that's kind of fairly big, because, uh, you know, they grow over half of it. So, uh, it's a varietal mixture of Bourbon and Katura. The harvest time is June to July, so pretty much now, up until the end of July. And um, yeah, on the farm they also grow a mixture of other things, uh, red papaya and some other fruits and things like that. So before we start anything, snozz are in the bowl. I know this coffee really well. This coffee we stocked, again, it's a bit like the Manuela we had last week. It was perhaps the first exotic, I don't like the word exotic, but I'm gonna use the word exotic, um, which just means unusual, uh, coffee. And um, yeah, we were very pleased to have it. It was kind of a little bit of a novelty, uh, but I actually think that from, it's moved on a little bit from those novelty times. I actually think the quality is getting a lot better um, with it and, and I think props to them for kind of persevering with this. Um, I know that it's not a great place to grow coffee. I know that they have their own kind of unique circumstances that make it very difficult to grow. But uh, this is very familiar to me. A coffee it reminds me of a lot is uh, Jamaican Blue Mountain, which isn't a ringing endorsement for it because I'm not a massive Jamaican Blue Mountain fan. But I think I'm not a Jamaican Blue Mountain fan because of a lot of reason and not just the coffee. For me, this 
you can actually smell that spiciness that you get on a Jamaican blue. Almost like a cedar, pine kind of woodiness. And, you know, I, I kind of really like it. Um, it smells good. The roast on this, just going to show you a picture of the roast. The roast is very gentle. Um, the roast profile of this moves a lot. Um, we used to roast it quite dark. We started off roasting it fairly lightly, then we used to take it quite dark, then we took it back to roasting fairly lightly, and I'm actually settled on a little bit lighter than, than we did before. Um, this coffee dries out very quickly, and I'm not 100% sure why, but it is coming towards the end of the crop now, as I said to you, June, July is when they harvest, so the next two or three months it's really moving into that past crop era, and um, it seems to show that a lot more than, than other coffees and I, I can't really tell you any reason why that is. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make an espresso of this coffee and uh, I'm also going to make a cappuccino of it uh, and while I'm doing that I'm also going to show you a little video um, of uh, the extraction pulling and uh, hopefully that is going to work out. I am trying to play with these camera angles a bit and make it fun and different uh, and if it hasn't worked out my bad. So let's get to the espresso machine and um, okay so first of all what am I doing? wrong group <laughs> I'm doing a really, really good job again guys really good job so give my basket a quick swirl excuse the back while I'm just sorting this out I want to make this fresh so I can evaluate it very fairly and drink it how I would normally drink it. So, in we go. Okay, so the pre-infusion on this, I'm going to give it four seconds. Because as we've said before on in my mug, I actually control the pre-infusion on my lovely machine, um, which I really like doing. It's really kind of helped me uh, understand the taste a little bit more. Uh, looking for around about a 22 to 24 second pour, and I've done a dose of around about 18 grams. I say roundabout because I don't have the timer. don't have the timer on my grinder, um, I'm hoping to fairly soon, but that's uh, another project, uh, I'm just steaming the milk, right, purge the steam wand. If you're wondering what I'm doing there, I'm just purging the steam one, making sure there's no milk trapped in the uh, in the steam one that's going to taste nasty later. So let me just get my jug. She's over here. Now, when I'm pouring milk, I like to use two jugs. It helps collapse some of the bubbles, and it really helps the microfoam. So let's try and do some latte art. Hmm. Okay, let's not try and do some latte art, just to show this to the camera. Oh no, okay, you can't see, but it's not great. So don't worry, you didn't miss out on a lot. So, first of all, I'm gonna try the espresso. 
Pulled it a little bit tight and it's a little bit short. Um, may have liked to pull it a little bit longer, but the extraction time is far more important to me that I don't really want to drag it past 22 to 24 seconds. So. Okay, so on the espresso, that cedar, that pine that I was smelling on the aroma when I was getting the snozzer in the bowl, could really taste on the espresso. Um, it's very dominant at the start, but it's not, woodiness in espresso isn't good. I, I don't like woodiness, but this is kind of fresh, and the pine, I think, is the kind of part that's really fresh. It's very balanced. The mouthfeel is incredibly buttery, got a great texture to it. And then at the back end, you get the spice coming again. It's kind of a little bit of a pepper, kind of ginger, just something going on that's kind of quite warm, a little bit of heat. Um, but I like it a lot. So let's try it in a capper. Okay, now part of it is the cup size because I know that this is a the guys at uh, Dunn Brothers who Keith works for and gave me the cups of. They use five ounce cups, which I think is just amazing. I, I kind of wish people would use them here. Um, but you know, you've got a one ounce just over one ounce shot in there with four ounces of milk so it's quite a you know good good proportions but it cuts through the milk fantastically and that's that wood the spice you're getting all of those things come through that you've got in the espresso but you've got the creaminess added to the butteriness so the creaminess of the milk coming through with the butteriness of the um of the uh, espresso shot in there and i think that's a really really good cappuccino it's not the greatest coffee in the world it's not going to knock your socks off you're not going to think wow this is you know an awesome cup of excellence but what it is it's a really cute story it's a really cute origin it's a really cute coffee um has its place um and i firmly believe it does have its place and i would really love you guys to try it so i'm going to pop a voucher below there uh, that voucher is going to give you a pound off. So this retails at four pound thirty-five. Uh, it's going to give you a pound off for the next two weeks. Again, I'm trying to keep these short and snappy because we've got so many voucher codes out there. It's unbelievable. But that voucher code is going to work for you for the next two weeks, and it will give you a pound off either green or roasted. So that's going to make a really, really good value uh, green buy for for you uh, home roasters out there. Thank you very much for spending some time with us again. Thank you very much for sending us to number two and number six in the iTunes chart. And um, I really, really look forward to talking to you soon.